0: Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week we're talking about Bachman, Tina Turner, Overdrive. I am Jared. Caleb.
1: I'm Dax.
0: And this is Tyler. We're quarantined.
1: Three of us are here.
0: Tyler is at his home. We're back to recording at separate homes. Yep. Unfortunately, due to this time that we're living in, well, you but know, we are still doing things. We're still recording. We are indeed still recording. We're st- still living out here. We
2: are so brave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're so brave, honestly. So brave. <laughs> it, we we know that you're out there thinking, oh my gosh. The, the coronavirus is happening right now. How will we listen to record roundtable and good band bad band? But guess what?
2: You still can. You can do it. You still can because we're here for you. Someone's got to be out here on the front line doing real things. I hate that. I don't want to be a part of this. I'm just joking. <laughs> I support all of our all of our the medical staff. I I'm very. I my grandmother was a nurse. Nurses are very cool. Doctors though, they just make too much money. But whatever, you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Time and place.
0: Anyways, Tina Turner, how she's doing? It's, we got to start with Bachman. Oh, you're right. And yet you
2: opened with a Tina song.
0: Well, I originally when we posted it, it was Tina Turner Overdrive, which I realized later was completely negating the Bachman, which is incredibly important for Bachman Turner Overdrive. It's most it of is Bachman Turner. Most of Bachman. It is most of
2: the group. Yes. It is. Yeah. So There's only one Turner. Well, Jared. Then last week called it Tina Turner Overdrive and not Bachman Tina Turner Overdrive on the outro. So did I? Yeah you, yeah, because oh, that's man. what we thought it was. So well they'll be surprised. It's oh, wow. a little surprise. You gotta keep them on their toes.
0: You're yes. on your toes, everybody. So we're actually starting with Bachman Turner Overdrive. We're gonna see how they're doing. Oh they're great. You think so? They have uh their their Medicare or not Medicare but their in health insurance. It's covered because they're Canadian. Oh, oh they're boy. Good. Thank yeah, God for them. Oh boy. They are good. So uh this uh, I will preface by saying this was Tyler's selection for the month of uh for a good band bad band he picked it so I'll let him start with uh with Bachman Turner Overdrive and let let us
2: know where he stands with them. Yeah, they're not bad for the most part. I used to listen to Bachman Turner I my first introduction to Bachman Turner Overdrive was because I liked the Guess Who uh my dad was like the guess who and he introduced me to the guess who and then he's like, you know, a couple of these guys then are in Bachman Turner Overdrive and I was familiar with uh taking care of business and Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. So I started to listen to them. Many
0: of us are indeed in are familiar with that that particular song Taking Care of yeah. Business.
2: So which is just a terrible, terrible song, quite honestly. I hate it so very much. But uh You would think that it is. It's just annoying. I love Ain't Seen Nothing Yet though. That's a very fun song. But uh That's a good song. Taking care of business I just don't like. But they're not bad. They're not as good as Guess Who. Guess Who was definitely better. Uh, but that they're more yeah. my style. They fit in more with where I where I sit. So all in all, not too bad. And they're from Winnipeg, up in the peg. So, you know, that's okay. Up in the peg. Up in the peg. Do you know
1: why they moved on from uh, Guess Who? Bachman. Yeah, do you know why he moved on?
2: Because he wasn't I, I cool not. enough.
1: He was Mormon. He didn't like all of the gambling and the drinking. Oh, come on now. That's right. Do rock and roll for the Mormons,
0: which is very funny because he had a rule on the on the road with Bachman Turner Overdrive, and he was like, "Yeah, we can't do any of these things. We can't gamble, we can't sleep with women, we can't drink. All these things." And then one of his brothers broke all those rules. Oh
2: my goodness! Oh,
1: <laughs> his brother repeatedly said that uh, uh, R- Richard, not Richard, not Richard Bachman. What's his name? Randy him? Bachman. Richard Bachman. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> We'll get to Richard here in a second, but uh, Randy was the one who made all the claims that everyone was Mormon. The rest of the band did not agree. Hmm.
2: So the rest of Guess Who or the rest of Bachman-Turner Overdrive? Bachman-Turner Overdrive. Uh, uh, uh. The Guess Who, people would know the Guess Who from American Woman. It's not a Lenny Kravitz song originally, it's a Guess Who song, And and it's good. And we've attempted to play it. We talked about Lenny Kravitz at one point, and I mentioned that. We talked about that song. And I mentioned it was Guess Who, and I said, go ahead and play it. And the intro is not the hard part. It's like a little bluesy acoustic part. And we started to play it, and then you guys gave up, and you wouldn't even let it get into the meat of it. But, oh, well. Uh, my favorite the meat thing, of that
0: American woman. Oh, boy. My favorite thing about Lenny Kravitz over the last few years is that time he was performing and his pants busted and his his uh, That's song it. came out on stage. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you mentioned that when the last time we mentioned well, it was the first oh, he thing did. That came I, to my mind. I, yeah, I think it
2: always is. Kinda like MC Hammer. You oh. just can't avoid it. And the he's just gifted like that. The good thing
0: about the the guess who I don't believe Randy Bachman was a founding member, but he he might have been. But he was around um he was on the album that American Woman Was Made. So he is a part of their their biggest song, which is good. Um, and then BTO, as you said, was, was started uh, after he left the guess who. So
1: at one point in time, I right. read uh, Bachman Turner overdrive and BTO were both touring.
0: Yeah. I read about that as well. Cause he, he left, he's left the group twice now, uh, Randy, Randy Bachman. So he left and they made some kind of deal between the rest of the group and him. That one of them could go as a a Bachman Turner Overdrive, and the other could go as BTO, but then it kind of got like a little fuzzy because he was saying how, you know, if you are on a radio station and they say, uh, "Oh yeah, we got BTO in the studio," the you know that they're talking about Bachman Turner Overdrive, but they don't realize. So, like if you go to see BTO and he's not on stage, then they're gonna be feel like they're getting you know uh, scammed. And you're sure they're not talking about the K-pop band?
2: No, they're not talking <laughs> What oh, is that? Oh, it's BTS. The K- that's oh. right. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, who I mean, you know, so easy to confuse. Those confusing BTS, man. Mm-hmm. Well, if you too go many,
0: there, you, there's a good them. chance you'll see the members of ZZ top potentially as well. They're in some pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Some some fraudulent groups. So, uh, Dax, you haven't mentioned how they came up with their name just yet, which seems to be a, a relevant thing as we speak of their name.
1: Yeah, so originally they were a Brave Belt, uh, but they are still oh, trying terrible. to think of an. Oh, yeah. Truly terrible. Uh, they were sitting, I think, um, uh, Richard Bot... Ba- not Richard. It's Why not do I always stop that? Then. I don't mean to. Uh, Rob. Randy and um, the, the Turner guy, CF. Uh, They were in a truck stop. Ted Uh, Turner. Yeah, that's him. (laughs) They were trying to think of a name. And uh, Randy was reading uh, Overdrive. It's a trucker magazine. And they were like, why don't we just name ourselves Overdrive? So they did.
0: Well, they wanted it to be um, a name group like uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Because Randy Bachman had some kind of connection to uh, Neil Young. Right. So he and Neil Young was eventually in uh Crosby Stills and Nash like the is Crosby Stills Nash and Young. So he also kind of wanted to have that that last name connection thing. And he had the clout from being in Guess Who to a certain degree if his his name recognition would have perhaps made them more popular at that point in time. Yes. So a thing about the Brave Belt thing I was reading. Uh so prior to being called the BTO. The seeds of BTO were planted when they were in Brave Belt because a promoter uh, was dis, uh, disheartened with reaction to his country music in Brave Belt. So they got rid of them and then they couldn't find another replacement. So they brought them back uh, and had them play a set of classic rock songs. And one of the songs that they played was Proud
2: Mary. Ooh, Connections. <laughs> look at that that's pretty good did cool. they started off did they started off real slow and easy for them i hope really so. i think ike was there potentially for they really taking it easy and just letting it slide on in real nice and gingerly and they just blow on up on it do you know how uh, bto was signed did you read
0: about that
1: they had a hard time
0: yeah, so they tried all these different record labels, and the only group uh, record label that would take them was Mercury Records. Uh, and so it was actually they got signed by a stroke of luck, because uh, the record head Charlie Fock had returned from France, and he had a stack of unplayed demo tapes on his desk, and he wanted to const- uh, start completely fresh. So he threw all of them away in the trash. But one of the tapes missed the trash can, and he picked it up, and he saw Bachman's name on the tape. So he decided to play it, and he loved it, and so he called them and signed them. What a stroke of luck. He he
2: was going to get thrown away. Some fortunate sons right there. I mean, I would throw him away. He's kind of, you know, you left a band that was good, and then you formed a band that was not as good. And then you made a terrible, terrible song that the Home Depot would use for all their commercials for an entire decade.
0: Speaking of people using that song over and over and over again, Dax, would you like to introduce some of these, please?
1: Oh, my goodness, yes. So um, one of my favorite uses of this song was in King of the Hill. Uh, It is Bill uh, washing his car. He's taking care of business or doing whatever he's doing.
2: Working overtime.
1: Ever been employed, then you'd be then destroyed. And
2: we'll look at nothing all day. Then you've been taking care of business. And-
1: Also, the regular show used the song and a myriad of other things.
2: This one looks wonderful. Yeah. Looks very very good. I don't eat anything off those rollers ever.
1: Sometimes. It, you know, sometimes. A little gas station no, tornado.
2: No. There are a few rules I live by in this life, <laughs> and one of them is I don't eat anything on gas station rollers. That's an Nothing. important
0: rule to live in
1: this life. Yeah, are missing out.
2: Nope. Uh, No, I really don't think so. I would have to agree. I I don't think I am. I'm on Tyler's side.
0: Uh, American Dad. So really, just cartoons love this. They were also in the movie The Campaign. The group, BTO. Oh, really? With Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. They used uh, taking care of business, and they were playing on stage behind Will Ferrell. One of our Patreon members just actually recently mentioned that they were on a Simpsons episode.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Ooh, everyone's on The Simpsons. They actually did
0: have him on there too. That's an interesting
1: thing. Why don't Why don't yeah. we uh, Why don't we welcome our new patron here?
2: Ooh, a good time to do that Go right for in the it.
0: middle of the show. I love it. Yeah, our new patron, uh, patron Albert,
1: long time listener. We we we've seen him around. He's long time listener, first time yeah. patron. Yeah, he suggested. Um, he suggested Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings of Leon, didn't he?
0: He did, he did.
1: That was a good episode. He
2: did, yes he did. That was a very fun episode. Yeah. Well, I'm extending my hand in firm virtuality. Elbows.
1: Elbows. Elbows. No shaking I hands. told you
2: I'm not doing that. It's virtual. You know. I'm going to be virtual. I'm virtually standing my ground on this one.
1: All right. It was all your fault.
2: Listen, I've got another notable usage of taking care of business. And it's probably the reason I hate this song. When I was in a middle school, I was just a wee boy, running around the hallways, getting into trouble, doing what middle schoolers do. Supposedly, my eighth grade class was the worst eighth grade class, so all kinds of troublemakers of this or that. And the principal of the middle school got on the announcements and told us how much we suck. You all are terrible. I hate all of you. I hate every single one of you. You're so bad. And you all, if you don't straighten up, you're all going to suck a lot, and then you'll die. So he said, I'm going to do a little bit of motivation every morning until we see things improve. We're going to have a, mo- a period over the intercom where I'm going to try to motivate you to do better because we got to start taking care of business around here. And he played that song every morning on the intercom oh, for at least no. two months. Why didn't you get better? It was horrible. Why didn't you it was hor- get what? better? I that's know. A nightmare. It's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a, a yeah, musical so. prison
1: right there.
2: It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I tried to shove it away. I do
0: like when people say TCB taking care of business.
2: But they're not the ones that like. Yeah, but that's an. No, Elvis did that. Yeah. So yeah. he had necklaces and rings with it on there. TCB. Was it a pearl necklace? No.
1: Did no, we play else. the Simpsons one? You, the, the no, Simpsons we're not one. playing the just... Simpsons. No, we're it's not playing. It. No, it's not. I it is
0: worth it. it. We're going to play all your old
2: favorites. But first, we'd like to dip into our new CD. Taking care of business! Don't worry, sir. We'll get to no that talking. one. No talking! No new crap! Taking care of business! Now!
1: Get to the working overtime fun. Unbelievable. Dumbass.
2: He got some all right moves, you know. Yeah. He really does.
1: Gyrating all over the place.
2: All over. I've got me a, a bill I've got me a billboard article in front of me. A billboard. B- of every musical every musical guest on the Simpsons in chronological order. So I'm gonna peruse that at some point here. Not today. Not today, but I can tell you the Ramones were on there and it was pretty sweet. So I-
0: Dax, why was it that you keep saying Richard Bachman? That's such a weird thing that you keep doing. So is it because <laughs> that every time you say BTO uh, if you say it three times, then Stephen King appears in front of you?
1: I think it is. I think that's true. Uh, Stephen King uh, wrote under the pseudonym yeah. Richard Bachman, and that was because he was listening to some BTO when he came up with that name, right? Well,
0: his uh, his publisher said, I need you to come up with a, a name right now. A right surname. Now. A surname. Yeah. And he said that the first thing that came to his mind because he had been listening to BTO was Bachman. So, yeah, you know, was, that's the first thing that came to Mr. King's mind. He penned several several novels under the, the Richard name. That's true. Yeah. Were they were they any good? I think those were, were acclaimed.
1: I think one of them I read that was pretty good, but I don't remember which one.
0: I don't believe any of his biggest novels came off of the Richard Bachman name.
1: No, not not his biggest. Something about Atlantis, I think.
0: The Lost City? I think so. Interesting. So uh early in the career uh, when they were signed to Mercury Records they went on tour and they were supported by none other than Thin Lizzy. That is true. They're on the same record label. Our classic rock bands wow. are colliding.
2: Looks like Lenny Kravitz was also on the Simpsons in uh season 14 but here he got banned relatively recently afterwards for flashing some type of large member.
0: I wonder when that happened.
2: I don't know. Oh, Dax. Yes. One
0: more throw to you. Yeah. Is there only the members of Bachman Turner Overdrive that happen to have that Bachman name? Other than of course, you know, Stephen King.
1: There's another Bachman. Is there? Uh Tal, Bach- tal Bachman. Tall Bachman? T A L. How yeah. do you say his name?
0: I'd tal. say Tal. Tall Tall tal. Tal. Yeah, tal
1: Bachman. Yeah, Tall Bachman. Uh, Tall Bachman. She's so high fame. Literally his only song that made any movement. That's uh That's Richard's son.
2: No way. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Randy's son. Sorry.
2: I saw that on the uh, playlist, and I listened to it because I know it. Fine song. Quite a fine song. I also saw the next song in the playlist. I don't know who stuck it in there, but whoever you are, I don't like you, was Do the Robot by Randy Bachman, and that Mm -hmm. song is awful. Play that one. It's terrible. It is. I don't know where he went,
0: but ooh. Before we play... Randy Bachman's Do the Robot. There is a reason that we would like to play She's So High, because we will never have an opportunity to play Tal Bachman's song again, I'm certain. That's true. So, this song is She's So High by Tal Bachman. boop 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 everybody that's right caleb's got a sounds familiar for you that's that's right everybody oh, no this is He's got this one. is the song walk by foo fighters
2: wow
1: a million miles away.
2: yep that's it <laughs> Total cheaters. You know what? I saw that on the list, uh, and I saw She's So High, and I go, I'm going to listen to this song because I like it. And then I saw Foo Fighters were on there, and I'm like, I'm not listening to a Foo Fighters song. I don't know why they put it on there, but I'm not I'm not going to listen to it, and I didn't listen to you it. You can't so. trick me, Tal Bachman. Yeah, you can't do it.
0: I also have a boop, boop, boop we're on that train there. Uh, play the song Jamaica by BTL. Here's the song Christina by Rick Springfield. That's the same song he Golly just G- changed G- the words. Instead of saying Jamaica, he's saying Christina. That's wow. Yep. How did that happen? That's quite bold of him. I don't know how. I think he just, I mean, there's also another thing where uh, Kiss used a version of a BTO song and changed it as well. We listened to that uh, two nights ago, Mr. Dax and I. So it's pretty
2: interesting. What was that? It's not on the list. What
0: was that one? It was Rock and Roll Hell. I think they both of them had the same title, but it
2: just, they both sounded different.
1: Do Mormons believe in hell?
2: Yes. Yes. Hmm. What kind of a question is that? I, Do you know anything about Mormons? I know a
1: lot about Mormons. Apparently
2: don't, not. I don't know. They're they're technically they're technically Christians, you know.
1: Yeah. I think they have some weird thing about hell though. Like it's not
2: I think I think Well, it's whatever that man whatever that man read on the stones out of his hat. Yeah. I think that well, a Mormon's hell is having to live with all those wives for all those years. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 oh
0: da. no. What a spooky Mormon hell
1: dream.
2: Oh my! I heard they weren't too happy when, when all of the hipsters invaded Salt Lake City. So whatever. Good for them. Oh man, Go they're putting in a train now. Yeah. Go get them. All right. Well, I guess it's time to do it, huh? Oh, I'm looking to make sure I didn't have anything else.
1: <laughs> oh, did we? Did we end up playing Do the Robot?
2: No, oh no, we didn't play it. But don't forget that it totally sucks. And its I don't know why you would make good music and then not as good music and then drop all the way down to garbage so quickly in your career. It was the
0: 70s.
1: It's like a kid's thing, though. Uh, Tal, Tal, whatever his name is, he's on that same album.
2: Yeah, it is role play. I guess it works. It's from 2008. 2008.
1: You'd think you'd have something better to do.
2: Yeah, he's got money and such. You can just do whatever he wants for the kids. Here's Do the Robot.
1: Push your nose and power out. Blink your eyes and smile. Now's your chance. Get up and dance. In Jock the Robot style.
0: That was by far the worst song we've ever played on this show.
2: Yeah, it's really not very good. I can I, I can forgive it slightly for being a children's situation, but it's still not good. Was that on a compilation album? What is this? It's, it was on role Play. It's a children, some type of a children's compilation of oh sorts. My.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff on here. It's like a large mouth. Stanley the Skunk, Tabitha the Cricket, Can I Pretend to Be You? Oh my God. This is, there's like virtually no... If there's one animal I'd love to hang out with, it's definitely Michelle the Hammerhead Shark. Albert the <laughs> Ant. Albert the Ant's on there. Hey, Look at that.
1: give him a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
2: We're not shaking anymore. I've been chastised. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> this is like the... like the Oh, oh I thought I said Kesha. It's Keisha. I couldn't find. I looked for a. I looked for some sort of uh, Wikipedia page on it to give me some info as to why someone would do such a thing. But
0: I'm going to say that he. I, I it wasn't oh, actually oh, oh. him. That's my.
2: That's my thing. I'm going to say son's on he's there. got. I his know. son is. It, on he there is too. on. Yeah, his son is on there. Also, the less breastfeeders. I saw. I was about to say that. I was just I about something. to bring that one up. All right, listen. That is I'm quite about, a good one. Wow. I'm, I'm about sick of that. <laughs> so. Here's a here's an artist on there also called Bedouin Soundclash. Bedouin Soundclash. They've been doing yes. it. And Baron Van 3000.
0: I also found a cover by none other than Mr. Mac DeMarco of Taking Care of Business. That's pretty good. He performed it live one time. When we saw him live, he played uh, A Thousand Miles by uh, Vanessa Carlton. Yes. And he just kept saying, making my
2: way downtown yes, the did. entire <laughs> time. It was amazing. I didn't know. We didn't, nobody knew there were any other lyrics, apparently. <laughs> he didn't know. You know, Mac DeMarco is Canadian, so that's, that's Ooh, the reason. Ooh, I didn't you know that. That's he was just, cool. Yeah, he was just doing a one, a, you know, what's good for his Canadian brethren up there, his comrades. Hmm. They're much closer to Russian than we are. Those Canadian comrades. Yep. So, yeah. So, But uh,
0: we don't have to play the Mac DeMarco. Also, Curtis Blow, the, uh, the guy that sang... Uh, these are the breaks uh he did a a version of taking care of business as well it's pretty decent if you want to look that up but i think that might be all we got on uh on that oh that i have one more thing i was going to bring up that was pretty great that i found about uh bto so on uh one of their albums one of their later ones head on uh Mr. There's a piano a player on that album on two tracks. One of them being the song Take It Like a Man and it's none other than Mr. Rock pioneer himself Little Richard is playing the piano on that album. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, it's boy. pretty I'm awesome. You can tell too. The thing that's cool is like when you, if you listen to that song, you can hear the piano and you know it's like, I mean I played it and Caleb couldn't guess it because it's like, you know, you're guessing any piano player that's ever existed, but I did guess it. Well, you'd already known, though.
2: Oh, well, then that's not guessing. Well, I knew it. all right. Dax didn't guess it then. I'm sorry. I was going to say. Someone didn't guess it. Yes. One of you did not guess it.
0: Don't speak ill will of my name like that, you know? <laughs> but I like Little Richard. He's a good guy.
1: We saw a cover of that, and it was uh, Paul Schaefer up on stage doing it with him.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, with oh, Randy boy. or with uh, Little Richard?
1: <laughs> with uh, Randy.
0: Oh. That would have been cool. Paul Shamer's a good Richard, guy too. Richard Richard Bachman yeah. was what? also there writing a book. No, but. he was not. He was not. So
2: I don't understand why your boy Dax Mister Newman couldn't get up there and it could be dueling Randys. Ooh, Ooh.
0: that's pretty cool right dueling there. Dueling
2: Randy. We
1: need to do a Randy month.
2: Trademark. Nobody could take it. We've got it. We got it. I'd like to do a Randy can't month. Ha- can't have it. That's pretty cool. What are the Randy's Randy would you month. like to do? Yeah, Randy Travis, Randy RA, Jackson,
0: the country man. Randy uh, Travis. Well, there's got to be more Randys, more Randys out there. We'll, we'll look at maybe it. Maybe not here. Maybe not now. Randy Jackson could be on there. He's kind of musical. That'd be quite the journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. You guys are. All right. Are we going to the
2: next thing? I think we're ready. Are we transitioning? With a BTO song. No, with a BTO song.
0: That was Ike Turner, everybody. Ike. <laughs> oh, I see. a psych psych <laughs> thing, but all right. Yeah, very good. Miss Tina Turner, who uh is very old, but <laughs> she well, is that's a,
2: what a what a way what a way to lead. She it. is alive.
0: <laughs> and the, the reason wonderful. The reason she's still alive after wonderful, all the tragedy Jared. she's found in her life is chakras. I'll I'll throw it over to Dax for this.
1: Is is that right? So she's Buddhist. Uh, she uh, very, very into Buddhism. She was raised Baptist, I guess, but kind of switched over. Uh, I, I saw an article where she called herself a Baptist Buddhist, which is a fun name.
0: An interesting name indeed. A Buddhist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's good. Uh, but she got really into, um, uh, mantras like chants. Uh, she said that, uh, changed her life. She said, um, she would be in the studio with old Ike. And he would, um, you know, get mad at her, give her, a, give her a smack or whatever—very bad stuff, not good. She started chanting. Then instead of smacks, he gave her credit cards so she could go buy stuff.
0: That is true. She did say that. She
1: did say that. Wow.
2: Did she? Uh, well, she did this in a meditative way. You know, a lot of times you use that for meditation. Yeah,
1: yeah. She has a videos out. Um, it's just. I think she may have even turned it into an album.
0: She did. She has an album uh, that came out. It is called one of well, actually. There's a few albums. One of them being Love Within Beyond. It also has Regula Curdy and Deccan's Shock Dogse. I, I may have completely butchered those names, and if I did, I no, there's no way. Definitely apologize. Sawani so Shinde Sethay is also on there. There's a lot. There's a lot of you know. Yeah. There's a lot of people on that album. Oh, that was on Children Beyond, Love Within Beyond. Oh, there's another one. Then oh, there's a, quite a few actually. Well, because she hasn't had a studio album since uh, the in 2000 or 1999 with 24/7. Uh, so it's been 21 years almost, since she's had an album out, but she has had some appearances on those um, uh, Buddhist albums and should, such.
1: Should yes. we listen to her chanting? Oh yes, please need go to he chicken and <laughs> That's one of the first prayers.
0: Sold <laughs> Yep this, Sign me up. This might surprise you to learn that she had a song in the Lion King 2, Simba's Pride.
2: <laughs> oh wow. He oh lives God. in you. Hold That's the that. same in the song. Oh wow. That sound, that's disturbing, really. I uh,
0: I recommend highly to watch that video just to watch Larry King's reaction to it. He
1: was it. in love. Truly. Did you see his eyes? Yeah, he was
0: lu- lustful for those, those chants. Your typical sound that you expect from Tina Turner, of course. Not that it was bad, just different.
2: I liked it. I
0: think it's great. I'm Tyler, too. what do you think?
2: Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. I think I would take part, I suppose. What do you think? Shall we call her up, get her on the show? Just half half an hour of us chanting. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Except for Dax, I don't want. That's him there. entirely he's fair. doing that we throat don't want thing. There. <laughs> you know, he's totally closed off to learning other styles of chant. He only has one he really goes for. I think you know, if listeners out there, you know, we up our Patreon intake, we can get her here. We can do it. I believe in ourselves. The power of four white guys. In a basement. (laughs) If there's if there's ever been something that would make a
0: difference, it'd be four white guys in a basement, that's for sure. Tyler, what do you think about Tina Turner? Are you a fan?
2: I like Tina Turner in the Ike and Tina period, probably. You don't like her pop stuff at all? I don't No, I don't like her pop Uh stuff. But it's just like it's kind of bland to me. It's just it's run of the mill. I don't find it to be particularly interesting.
1: I think she's the best.
0: Simply the best.
2: Yeah, well I'm sure
0: you do. Just like the Foo Fighters again.
2: I mean I do like what's love got to do with it that's a good song but it's yeah, you know. a good song
0: I still find it very interesting how she got her name and how she kept her name because mm-hmm. Ike Turner gave her that name Tina Turner and was like basically gave it to her with the intention that if she ever left his group of musicians that he could just replace her and have a new Tina Turner and nobody would be the wiser in his mind but then
2: she showed she him showed, so she showed him good she's kind of scary mm-hmm. you want to hear something i think it's out of i think it's out of defiance and because she's already made a name for herself right. under tina turner you know so she's like i'm not gonna let you keep a name that has brought me fame and when i get out of here people are gonna know me like for with that name and i'm gonna be able to make a lot of money off right. it. probably more than you will from here on out honestly and she really probably did make more than i you have know. to i have to oh yeah things, oh yes
0: absolutely yeah, I would definitely think so, so. So the probably the most interesting thing that I found about uh Tina Turner, which I found a lot of interesting things, uh, was that when she was in the Ikez with Ike Turner, none other than Mr. Frank Zappa used their studio, uh his studio for uh Overnight Sensation, one of Frank Zappa's albums. And mm-hmm. uh so on various tracks the Iketts were featured on that album. And so she was on the the song uh, among other songs, but she was on the song I'm the slime. I'm the slime. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah, a, I'm the slime. They sang
0: backup vocals and you can hear the Iketts. You can't necessarily hear her, but like there's a collection of Iketts that sing. And uh so Zappa paid the iCats $25 per song. And uh, after hearing one of the recordings in the studio, Ike exclaimed, what is this shit? And later insisted that Tina and the (laughs) iCats not be credited on the album. So if you look at the album, they're not credited, but they are there. It's pretty great.
2: That is quite interesting.
0: That's pretty sad. I'm the
2: slime. It's pretty sad. I'm the slime. Zappa's where it's at. That's a early 70s zappa there
0: another another song that she performed was uh goldeneye from the feature film james bond goldeneye ah yes i saw that, that song wonderful film. that song was written by bono in the edge of u2 really isn't
1: oh, that no. unfortunate
2: Jeez. it really is yeah that's really sad because you know i'm pretty nostalgic for goldeneye myself is it because of the n64 it was a mo- Oh, undoubtedly. I mean, I watched the movie as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, f- That's Pierce Brosnan's first first James Bond appearance. And I will say, unashamedly, Pierce Brosnan's the best James Bond. I know it's not true, but he'll be number one in my heart. Most people who are
0: our age definitely only know GoldenEye for the N64 game. Mm-hmm. So, should we play that song?
1: Sure. See reflections on the water more than darkness in the depths. See him surface and never a shadow. On the wind, I feel his breath. Golden night, I
0: found his weakness. I like how it sounds like a yeah. James Bond song. It really does.
2: Yeah, they all do. Uh, what's the best James Bond theme song? I mean, there's only one right answer. We've done this before, haven't we? We've never done this before now. Come on, it's by a former, it's by a former member of a very popular group. What is it? My vote is uh, Adele. That's my vote. Oh come on! I'd probably on. go Adele too. I don't know. I like that Goldeneye one. Oh, uh, okay. the best one is "Live and Let Die" by Paul that's McCartney. I, that might be. I mean, it's come good. That's Very
1: good.
0: What about Billie Eilish? Yeah, that's a good one too. I like that one.
2: She she did it for the newest one. Yeah,
0: it has yet to come out because the one that's it's not out. The yeah, C right. word. Oh, I didn't know she was. That's doing. how people have to say it now. Because if they don't, then their thing will get flagged and will get taken down. Can I ask a question?
2: Yes. Because uh, of the, I just call it the glo- the uh, public health situation. Way say it That's too. the word I like to use. So, yeah. on, well, you know, PR and stuff. So
0: on that cover of a whole lot of love that I and Tina Turner did, mm-hmm. that uh, comes off the album, funkier than a mosquito's tweeter. My God. Can anybody explain <laughs> what that means to me? Because I don't Funkier I'm not sure. Mosquito's tweeter. Well, a tweeter I believe. That was an Ike album? Yeah, that was an Ike album. Ike and actually. But it came out in 2002, so I'm imagining it's probably, there's the song, you can play the song, it's on, it's from the album. Yeah, maybe it explains it in Let's there. find out then.
1: Your story's getting dusty. Wash out your mouth. Your lies are getting rusted. I can't
0: learned nothing that song was also recorded by nina simone
2: really i was about to say that yeah i was about to say that as well i was about to find out which one came first she's she's the first one that pops up i can't find anything about the actual song Ah, nina simone would have been later because nina simone released that song on an album entitled it is finished in 1974 and i can tina's album of the same title was released in 1970 ah there you go on the album working together Quite an ironic (laughs) title for an album by them, really.
1: (laughs) Oh, Uh, they're just taking care of business. That's pretty good.
2: Uh, Well, it would have been more apt if it was uh, Tina works for Ike or something of that nature. Then, Mm -hmm. more be more representative of the relationship there. We all know he was he was a total. He was, and he is now dead. Uh, Well, he
0: died a a long time ago. They did not have much of a relationship. Like it was interesting because they started talking to Tina Turner after his passing and they kept asking her questions and she was like, I haven't talked to him in years. Why would I have talked to him? Like, I don't have contact with him. I'm sorry that he's dead, but like, I find it interesting that she was, wasn't she in the movie? What's love got to do with it about her life. Is that true or no? I thought she was just involved in the creative process. Okay. Well, she did the song obviously. Well, she was in Mad Max. Um, uh, Beyond the Thunderdome, yeah. she was a co-star in that film. And she also released a song
1: from the Mad Max movie.
0: It's pretty cool.
1: I just saw a clip of that. I've never seen the movies. I thought I knew what was going on in Mad Max until I saw the clip.
0: It's a wild world, isn't
1: it? I don't know where to begin on it. I have so many questions.
0: It was Angela Bassett that played her. But it was based on the book I, Tina, by Tina Turner. Angela Bassett would be a great person to play. Tina Turner well, she did I'm just saying that that was a great choice Lawrence Fishburne was the Ike Cowboy Curtis I could maybe see that
2: well hey guess what uh, I just did a little bit a little digging just for the hell of it Tina Turner's birth name of course is Anne May Bullock her sister Aline Bullock was the one time manager for the Icats and she also wrote songs for Ike and Tina Turner as well as their band, Kings of Rhythm. Most notably, she wrote "Funkier Than a Mosquito." Oh my tweet hey. gosh! We should ask her so there, <laughs> what was that song about. So there you go, covered by Nina Simone.
0: We have a question for you. Please reach out. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Please. So, on Tina Turner's album uh, "Wildest Dreams," that came out in 1996, there's a song on there called "All Kinds of People" that was co-written with Cheryl Crow. Oh boy. Cheryl Crow, everybody. Cheryl. So I found some, I found some interesting things. I'll, I'll go over them very briefly cause there's a lot. So I'll just tell you about them and then I'll play a few things. So there's a song called, uh, that she covered called unfinished sympathy. That is a massive attack cover, which is very interesting. Uh, That is interesting. She also uh, did uh, a song, The Acid Queen, that was on the movie Tommy by The Who, which is pretty cool. She did a cover of Addicted to Love by Robert Palmer, which is a a good song. Uh, She did a cover of Help by The Beatles that is very slow and very strange. And then, obviously, we have Proud Mary, which, you know, right. it's a great song, great cover, what have you. So here are the two more interesting things that I found. There's a song on her album called Wildest Dreams. It's Tina Turner and Antonio Banderas on her album. Hey, Where would, Why would they have even like that. had that collaboration? I don't know. I do not know, but there's a video on YouTube where it's just pictures of Antonio Banderas over the song, <laughs> very <laughs> sultry and seductive-like. Oh, my goodness. It's great. So uh, the thing I would like you to play is uh, the uh, Simply the Best with Tina Turner and a special guest. Uh, just play it, and I'll tell you who it is after. now that is uh mr jimmy barnes he's a scottish born australian rock singer and you might know him from a song that became popular uh, big enough there it is you know big enough play the loop play the loop of him doing just it. the loop yeah just play the loop just type in jimmy barnes loop for both of us How long, in the inception of this show, since the inception of this show, like how many times will we will end up playing this song? Because this is at least twice. I don't think enough times. Not enough. So that was that's by did, Kieran did we J. Play that what? already?
1: I don't. I guess we have. According to him, I don't remember playing. It. it was
0: in the picture for one of our episodes, so I know that we played it.
1: We talked. We brought him up for something. I don't remember what it was. Hmm. That was Kieran Kieran J. Callanan
0: featuring Alex Cameron, Molly Lewis, and Jimmy Barnes from his album Bravado in 2017.
2: I'm just going to tell the fans out there to find out which one it was and tell us, because I don't want to have to look back through all the pictures myself, you know? Tina Turner's first album
0: was Turned the Country On, and it is a country R&B album, Yeah. very first album. It's very yeah. interesting. 1974. Yeah, it was quite interesting, wasn't yes. it? So I think that the the... I have I had heard and listened to Tina Turner kind of growing up. I knew the best. I knew what's love got to do with it. I knew those various songs. But what really got me uh, where I appreciated her more was on Jimmy Fallon. They do the limb sync battle. And Paul Rudd was on there. And he did the song Better Be Good to Me by Tina Turner and he did a fantastic job. He basically like did all of the choreography that she did in the music video in the in the performance. And so I did some research into that song. That song was originally by a band, a rock band called Spider. And that version of the song Better Be Good to Me is very good as well. Uh I like both versions, but I appreciate uh the Tina Turner version quite a bit. And uh it is in my eighties music playlist, and I listen to it uh probably at least once every two weeks or so it's it's a great it's a long song, but it's good. It's like five minutes long for a pop song. But if you'd like to play that uh just a bit of that song, uh better be good to me. I'd like to to retract. I looked through some of the photos, and I cannot actually find Jimmy Barnes. So that might actually be the first time that yeah, we talked about. I don't it. know how we would have ever brought him up. We we th- I when I, we did uh the good Charlotte, bad bad, not good Charlotte. I believe I was doing some research, and I read a name that said sounded similar to Jimmy Barnes, but it was not that man. I think that's that's why I believe what you're going back to.
1: I think it is. I think we talked about it on the show
0: that that person had performed with them live somewhere and um it was like a i don't remember some kind of live performance with good charlotte and i was like oh jimmy barnes is that him and then it wasn't him
2: and that's what what that's what you're thinking of you are correct about that yes so i'd like to mention that you know she, tina Turner man is uh she's she's pretty well versed and has lots of awards you know she's pretty prolific in that way she's got Stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the St. Louis Walk of that Fame. Is true. Whoa, big time! I didn't time. even
0: know there was that Walk of Fame until this week,
2: right? Uh, so then she's also, uh, of course, been inducted into multiple halls of fame: the St. Louis Rock of, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Memphis Music Hall of Fame, the Soul Music Hall of Fame. So not the not the biggin', but uh, she's been inducted into other ones, smaller ones. She's the queen of rock uh, and, and roll, he, indeed. Yeah. A B C ranked her number two on their list of thirty greatest women in music behind none other than Whitney Houston. Mm.
0: What did uh didn't Rolling Stones put her at one
2: of the best artists of all time? Yeah, Rolling Stone ranked her number seventeen on the list of hundred greatest singers of all mm. time. Uh but also one of the biggest things for me, what would probably be the biggest, is in two thousand and five she was recognized by the Kennedy Center honors, which is pretty pretty large. Pretty large right there. So She's quite prolific. And with that
0: being said, I would say that Tina Turner is a good band.
1: I'm going to agree. Tina Turner.
0: I vote Tina Turner as well.
2: I think I'm going to probably have to agree, even though I'm not. I don't know. I'm not totally sure, but I think I'll agree. I think I'll agree.
0: And judging by Patreon, does Tina Turner make the sweep?
1: Tina Turner. It was not unanimous, but she did pull ahead. She did. So, yeah. All right. Tina all the way. She, she's simply the best. And if you'd like to have your vote on our show, go to patreon.com slash record roundtable.
0: Thank you for listening to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band. Follow us all on our various social networking platforms. Like us on Facebook and stuff. Next week, we're talking about Flo Rida, Georgia Line.
2: Goodbye.
1: What?
0: You're you're gonna be kicked off here pretty soon. <laughs>